Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. We're your Hey everyone, I'm Wa. And I'm Chris, and welcome to Docky Sweeties. We're longtime friends who discuss the riveting and sometimes trashy world of reality TV and docuseries. Yes, but through our own lens, honey, which can be a little peppery, a little acidic, a little bitter, but at the end of the day, hopefully mildly sweet. Hi. Hello. What are we doing, Wa? We're talking about Love After Lockup, season four, episode 36, Car Chase from Hell. <laughs> Monique is such a... Uh, uh, I, I hate her. Okay, watching Monique drive this car made me, it was kind of like watching Bowser a little bit like drive in Mario Kart. She is irrational. And she had every, at some point, if I were the producer, I would have just been like, can you just drop me off? Um, you're not doing a good job. You're not doing a good job keep keeping us safe. You are being irrational. And you're not, I don't know, it just like, ugh. Well, it's first of all, it's not her job to keep anyone safe. And it's that security guys. We're gonna first of all, let's just obviously talk about Monique and Derek because we're already talking about Monique and Derek. So um, yeah, like a lot of this is crazy. I can't believe how many times we cut to the cameraman's face with the long hair. Like we cut to that man's face. Okay, well, let's just go back, shall we? Okay, so last we pick up with them, honey, they're they are in Monique's car that she has rented. It's like and she has pulled up to let Derek go visit like his grandmother that's like sick or something. But while Monique is in the car, a, a white car pulls up next to them and it's like, has tinted windows and is like checking them out. And at one point last episode, like the very end, someone in the car is like, Hey Derek. And then everyone. Okay. So then Derek. Okay. So then the producers jump into the car, one on the side and the passenger side, one in the back, they make Derek jump in the passenger back. They can't even get a camera on him. And it's like, quick, go, go, go. We don't trust this white car. And everyone gets in the car. And then we pick up of them run from like from this episode of them just rushing away as if they're in a movie as if they're like just in the, in the middle of an action movie, honey. I don't even tell you Monique driving it's bananas. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Like, if you choose to drive, then you are responsible for those people in oh. your car and keeping them safe. So oh. just her erratic behavior, like, okay. But here's the truth. We end up finding out. And like, I mean, at this point, I don't care if we kind of jump around with this. I know I'm I'm usually the stickler for the linear story, but I, I hate them so much that I don't want to spend too much time on it. Uh, but Chris, don't let me stop you from spending time on it. Um, <laughs> um, she runs red lights because she gets scared. She like doesn't want to make right turns because she's scared. She, I mean, just like jumps over train tracks. She acts like she's uh, like the Duke's a hazard. And she's like driving some vehicle that doesn't have four people in it, including her. Yeah, she's just doing a lot of crazy moves in a in a car filled with a lot of people. And as you know, like, I don't know. I just feel like, I don't know. Anyways. Wait, and as I know, I love that. Well, you were about to say, and as you know, I'm very what? Like, into driving, into responsible driving? Like, well, well what should I know about your personality when it comes to driving? Oh, no. I guess what I was going to say is, as you know, if you have a car and there is, like, okay. It's one thing when you're driving a car solo dolo. You can speed and do whatever, mainly because A, it's only your life at stake. B, because the car is, is lighter. The car is literally lighter. So you can make all these maneuvers and have it not flip or have something crazy not happen. But when you have four people in a car plus whatever amount of baggage or whatever amount of fucking, I don't know, camera stuff, that car is heavy. And she's trying to pedal to the metal with a car that has at least 700 pounds in it and is like man she didn't like, ask for this she huh? didn't ask for this she's doing the best she, I, she is doing the best she can and she didn't ask for this honey she was 
She just dropped her boo off at a hospital and she has been like fielding everything. So yeah. So okay. So you don't think car- she asked for it? Okay. Hold on to your thought. You don't think she asked for it by dating a felon and then threatening to fight his family? Wait, 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 wait. Dating a felon and then threatening just, I'm going to beat their ass. I want to talk to him. I'm beat their ass. You don't think she asked for this? Okay. Well, now finish would... your thought. Ooh. Honey, no, I wasn't expecting the impression, but I got it, didn't I? Um, so you know, like, yeah, as we're saying, I don't know. Listen, I don't. I she's she's losing her goddamn mind, you know. Like she, yeah, she's driving over train tracks. There, what ends up happening is like the white car is chasing them, and they like at one point they stop at like a red light, and the cameraman sees that the the people in the white car like open their doors and like get out to like approach their vehicle and they're like go 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 Monique go you know and she's like you know and she's just like crying you know and just like and then she wants to call the police knowing that her boo could go back to prison and she literally says Derek I don't care yeah no ma'am then you need to get out get out of this life if you ain't about this life then you ain't about this life and like also the cameraman is a pussy like and I hate saying that word 100% like they're getting out of the car what are we gonna do I'm like you're being racist like it's like what do you think they're gonna do he's like oh my god we're in Cleveland we're around a bunch of black people they're getting out of the car they're gonna shoot us like come on now I mean, he was, yeah, they just, I can't believe how much they showed him. I was like, oh, is he now an, a character? Like, is he, I mean, like, I can't believe I'm watching so much of this man's reactions. The editors decided to cut it. So, so anyway, so then the whole thing is like, we're going to go to this space and the security's going to meet up with us. Okay. And then Monique's like, well, will security dip in my car with me? And they're like, yes. Yeah. So then that's what happens, right? They go to a place and the producers leave the car and then security got, jumps in the car and it is a like little not little it's just like it is like a young dude he looks like he's like 22 maybe like I'm sure he's packing because no other part of looking at this guy just like kind of just sitting in the passenger seat would look intimidating to anyone in my mind I was like does he make you feel better, Monique? I mean, I, that person would make me feel better, you know? Do also, you... why didn't she just let him drive? Like, if what's the point of having security in the car with you if they're not going to be the ones actually, like, maneuvering the vehicle? Like, what are they going to do? Like, what 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 was the security guard going to do in a moving vehicle that was going to save you is my question. True, but I can see Monique being like, you're not on the contract in Enterprise! You know, or whatever. Oh so, um, so then, you know, okay. So, yeah, so that's what happens. They get back in the the hotel you know and they you know whatever they like don't die and then uh the next morning they wake up and um this is where Derek drops you know the producer's fave thing Derek out of the blue which we figured the whole time you know sorry the whole time they're like Oh, the white car, the white car, who's in it? And like Monique is like, it's your sister, it's your sisters, you know, like over and over gets her sister, 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 sisters. And the other, like, what and so as the audience, we're like, the other possibility is that maybe it's like some dude that or some gang thing. I'm sorry to be whatever that he he upset in the streets before. Like that's what they're making us think, and like, you know, like it's upset at him before. That's what I thought. I the whole time I thought it was it was the sister setting her up. Yeah, I never because it was a woman's voice and he's only been out of prison for like two nights. So unless one of those two people that he dabbed up on the streets went and told everyone and then someone called one of his cousins and was like, where is Derek? Like, let's set Derek up. Like, I didn't think of it that far, but interesting. I didn't go ahead. I didn't think of it that far. But the but but like now he's like it's a secret who it is and now it very much feels like it's a biddy that like he used to f with who's like wants to have him back or like wants to like fuck up his his uh boo thing with Monique and he knew that and he purposely told her to drive off because he didn't want any drama but there ended up being drama anyway of Monique being so scared. And so the next morning they get back to, they get to the hotel. He's decided that he would like to go off on his own and he's got to get out of her prison. And I'm agreeing with her. I mean, truthfully, we find out at the end of the episode that he's actually doing this to go see that boot thing. But I was happy for him to Uber and she got so upset. Like, are you serious? I'll just drop you off. He's like, no, I would like to get some stuff on my own. And she's like, well, I'm changing everything. Um, we're going to get a new car. I'm going to stay at a new a comment, a new hotel. I'm, I'm changing everything. I just like, 
he's like, I got to get away. She's suffocating me. I got to get away. I got to get away. Yeah. She's suffocating us. Yeah. No, she, and also this whole time as she's talking, she is wearing this green dress and one of those like, um, hanger straps, like those plastic hanger straps, like the, uh, rubber ones it's just like oh. hanging from oh, is it? armpit and I just want and I it's like those really easy ones like maybe from Target or something that's just like you can just grab it and just snatch it away and like the entire time of that scene I was just like can I just grab it can I just I love that snap it's a great snap you know so um she also is like I'm gonna extend actually my trip because I don't I uh, want you to get hurt. <laughs> like, I want to make sure you're okay. So I'm going to extend and make sure that I stay longer. And he's like, no. Uh, I, yeah, I just got to like go do some some errands. <laughs> but like, you. she is so, I don't know. She's so gross to me. Just like the whole, I want to stay with Derek because I want to make sure you, girl, you, we just saw the the color of your metal last night. And now you think for whatever reason you staying here is going to prevent anything? It's like, how are you going to be a control freak and a scaredy cat at the same time? If you weren't willing to like drive, go ahead, go ahead. No, you're right. I guess in my mind, I'm like, yeah, she, she very much seems very naive. And like, she, she, yeah, she definitely feels like she doesn't know anyone who's ever been in jail. Like, you know, like she, this is a whole new world to her in every part of it. She's, yeah, she's scared. Sorry. And she just wants to like be in control though. And I'm like, girl, you can't, if you're going to be there, then you're going to like do all, you're going to be bad about it. But obviously you're not like yesterday you freaked out instead of, you know, figuring out a way or I don't know, girl. I mean, listen, I'm not saying that I would have known exactly what to do, but here's the truth. If I'm going to be dating a felon, I have to recognize that a, I'm not going to have control over him once he gets out of prison because there are, I've watched too many seasons of the show to know um, <laughs> that you can't control them and that you have to expect the unexpected. And that was one of those things that she didn't handle it well. You know who also didn't handle something well? I mean, do you have something else to say about them? No, I was going to move on. I can't wait to see who you're going to move on to. Nathan, I like couldn't, Nathan and Skylar, this is him of that from night, that night. So maybe not her, this is her in a confessional. But like, yo, his... I don't understand why people just can't be like, oh, no, it's over. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, you, you embarrassed me in public. Oh, no, I'm sorry. No, no. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's she's living with him and stuff like that. She feels like what somewhat indebted to him. And she must. I also feel like maybe she feels somewhat responsible in a fucked up way for his mental state, which is not stable, you know. So, yeah, let's go on to them. And then, um, okay, so. I'm sorry. We- yeah. Nathan and Skylar, honey. So we, yeah, we, sorry, go ahead. No, we just start off with her hollering at him to wake up. So she gets to the house after not knowing where he is. And it's, it, I guess he's been asleep for four hours or gone for four hours. And so she gets to the house, her and Gracie pull up, Nathan, Nathan. And then she, she gets into the room and sees him asleep. And her natural reaction isn't to be like, oh shit, he's asleep. Her natural reaction is to be like, what the fuck? Oh my God. God, Nathan. And he's like, I, I don't know, Chris. Whenever you see that anybody is asleep, isn't it your automatic like thing to back up and feel bad that you interrupted them? Yes, of course, unless it's a producer. This is why I hate this scene because A, she started calling him at like 1.30 and it's 5.30 timestamp. Now, that's four hours, a long ass nap. Now, the second thing is, is that the producer's put in a scene of when she was calling him of his cell phone on a table ringing with no one answering it. I want to know how long, how long the nap is true. And also B, I feel like this is also fake, which is obviously what I'm getting at B I think, or C whatever. I can't even talk. I can't even, everything is fake, but also I want to talk about the fact that, um, yeah, he, uh, this was like set up to make us feel like he had died and he just like had taken a long nap, you know, and which is like crazy. Uh, I was wrong last episode when I said I wouldn't like her hair. Her her hair color looks really really good. He thinks it looks good. He sees her like, yeah, you look pretty. She's like, I got pretty for you. Or what did she said? She said I got all pretty to go out with you, which was like the most like 1950s thing possible to say. And I was like, oh really? For him, you did that? I don't think so, girl. You got that for yourself. Of course you did. You just got out of prison and you knew exactly what kind of like tone of hair color. You weren't like, Nathan likes it icy. No, it was like 
bitch you like you know you like your hair cool toned okay so um they get to this place uh he now he's been saving up five months for a ring um and he starts talking about how he wants to and you know of course be engaged to her at one point he says he looked into 500 elvises being pushed out of like a plane or something i don't know what it was but in my mind i was like you can't afford that you know that 500 elvises falling from the sky and i was like what is even that i i just had to let it go at my mind it wasn't people it was like dolls and i was just like okay i'm not even going to go down this path of whatever because i'm i'm still mad at the fact that she is like you got me so stressed out like I thought you were dead. And he's like, I feel really bad that I stressed her out, you know, but I would just sleep. And he's like, yeah, she's acting like I was cheating. I was like, I hate them. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I don't like them. Um, so they get to this, they get to this restaurant, it's like on the pier or whatever. It's actually really pretty. And this woman comes over, I guess her name is, a, I guess she's a waitress, not her name is a waitress, but, um, you know, Skyla's like, this episode has a couple of similar themes. Sorry, let me say this. One some, one theme is that we'll find out from our probation officers what our parole looks like. Also, another similar theme is first drinks. We get to have our drinks. So she gets to have a drink, right? She's like, oh, what kind of wines do you have? And then one of the first things this crazy waitress says is like, we have a strawberry lemonade, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, what, what did that, what did you just say? She asked you what kind of wines you had. I don't understand what you just answered her. What a weird thing to say. So then what? Well, no, I'm waiting. I'm your mouth is open so i know <laughs> I'm, I'm waiting for my i'm waiting for you to get to the point to the part where i want to jump in or i'm like is she gonna say what i what i want her to say I got Go it, ahead. I got it. so then i'm like that's disgusting and don't you ever fucking like so that's not the answer to like what kind of wines you have and then skyla's like okay do you have a rosé and she's like yeah rosé rosé so they get rosés honey Okay. And this woman brings him over, you know, and like he orders, okay. So he orders a steak. In my mind, I was like, like he ordered a strip. And I was like, oh, you need a red wine for that. She orders like two apps, like a, like a fucking like, I don't know, artichoke and something else. I'm like, okay, that makes sense. Rose. I am. She's like watching her weight. Who knows? So then they, they bring it, you know, like, um, so he wants to toast. The wine gets here and the toast is to our health, freedom, sanity, which I'm like, oh, he said that, huh? And uh, all the positive things we have, and they put the wine down, and the food comes, and then some dude FaceTimes her right as the food's there, and he's like, my steak's gonna get cold. She's like, oh yeah, just start eating it. I don't care, and just picks up the FaceTime. Wait a minute, okay. I, this is what I thought you were gonna say that you didn't say. I know I they like, get this rosé. Yeah. He pours it like it's champagne, tilted to the side. And I'm like, no, you don't need it. Also, he fills the glass. I mean, they are just the tallest, the the highest pour of any any glass of wine I have ever seen in in all of my days. I was like, wow. <laughs> he pours it to the side. He's like, Madame, like, and I'm like, there's no froth, sir. You don't have to like avoid the fizzy at the top. Just pour the wine. Put the put that glass down so that you don't get it warm, and pour the wine and then he just fills it all the way up to the top to the point he fills it up so much to the top that when the server comes back she's like do you want another bottle and they're like yeah and i'm like oh y'all about to have a hee-haw good time a hee-haw good time it's very specific but yeah very a very a hee-haw good because I, I was just like y'all are giving me just like a very specific part of that town um <laughs> yeah so that toast is crazy then she answers the she's texting and he gets upset and instead of using his words he just like oh so this is what you're gonna do and she's like yeah go ahead and eat like i'm not stopping you and then she goes to answer the facetime granted this is her first day out of prison people are contacting her she's obviously a social butterfly and she goes to answer it now was that rude of her yes yes was his reaction uh justified no no, it's very interesting because I think that one thing is, this is what I initially thought. He, A, obviously has an anxiety disorder, a panic anxiety disorder. I don't know why he doesn't know that. He very much does. I mean, that's what's happening. Please, dear God, get some help. Okay. And I get it. Second thing is he feels less than for her, right? He's very insecure around her because of the money thing or whatnot. God bless. So in this moment, she is making him, it is disrespectful what she is doing. And especially because it's a dude that she FaceTimes. 
This is their first dinner together. And they're together as a couple. I think it's incredibly disrespectful. We talk about this a lot and you know, whatever. It's not, it's like, it's, it's not that it's, I will say for him, I think it's disrespectful person to person. For him, I think he thought of it as emasculating, which is a word we use a lot. And the reason why I can say this for him is because he starts going into, I'm not a bitch. And the reason why I think he's saying that is, you can't answer the phone and FaceTime with another man as I'm sitting here. It's incredibly disrespectful to me as a man, as the man that you're with, or as a person. He, We can say person, but I think that he would he's not in those kind of like gender neutral terms. I I would assume, you know, Nathan is at a different place. Right. So Nathan is saying, I'm not a bitch. You can't fucking treat me like I am. That's not what you do to a man that you're with, I think is how. And so it's very hard for me to do it. And he, and she is dismissive. She's not being like, Oh, it's, it's affecting him or, Oh, I'm sad. And it's interesting because both of them want the other to like acquiesce. She wants him to understand her PTSD and why he has to like comment or, or why he has to tell her where he is at all times. And I don't know how long the nap is or whatever. And I don't know if he put his phone on do not disturb. I definitely do. But I don't know if she's seeing the phone's on do, on do not disturb, whatever. God bless. So in this moment, he's saying, you can't just be disrespectful to me because our dinner just came here and it's our first date together. And we're what's important is like our relationship, not some dude are going to FaceTime when I, when my steak is here, I'm not going to sit here like a, and just eat my food while you're talking on the phone. It's not, it's not, it's not nice. And I think that that's very much right. He can't use those words. And he's like, and he's taking it as an insult and like an effect and everything I think like goes in. Then he talks to the dude and dude's like, if she wants to talk to me, just talk to me. And he's like, wants to be like, I'm her boyfriend and we're eating asshole. So no, you know? So anyway, yeah, he's grabbing the phone from Skyla. He's talking to whatever dude. She's like, he knows him. Why is it a big deal? He's like hanging up. This person keeps calling back. I never understand every time. And I, half of it is like, because I think the editors are adding in the ringtone of like someone calling. So I'm just like, to me, if you already have the audacity to grab someone's phone and answer, then I, at that point would have absolutely no problem just being like flick. Yeah. Artichoke. Yeah, I, um, I, yes, I can't wait till we get to a place in the society where, and I just did it with, in Monique's segment, where we stop using feminine terms as weakness. Like I just called that the camera guy a P-U-S-S-Y. I can't wait till we get there <laughs> because when he did it, I was like, what do you mean you're not a, like, what does that mean? Like, <laughs> and I know what he meant, right? Yeah. And, um, but I, I think that what it is, is if he had said, Hey babe, I just feel really disrespected. Can we just please have this dinner by, um, without any interruptions? Like, I know you want to see all your friends and stuff. It does make me feel insecure that you're talking to a guy. So that's a conversation we'll have later. But if we could just please get through this dinner, just me and you, then I don't know that her response would have been defensive and saying no, because I understand why she was like, why are you being this way? And it made him even more upset because I would do the same thing too. And it's petty and she's being petty, but like it, it was because his reaction is so like, you can't yell at me in public and then expect me to do what you say. Like that's, that's all that it is. Like if you're feeling a certain way, say it to me and I will adjust, yell it to me and I'm going to have to defend myself. And that's what I feel like she was kind of doing. Either way it goes, though, they're both assholes. And he gets up and speeds off and keeps being like, where well, are you going to come? And she's like, no, I am eating. Bye. And instead of him just taking it that his tactic didn't work, at every step of the way, he turns around. And he's like, you're not coming? And she's like, um, nom, 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 nom. And he's like, he finally, yeah, he finally leaves. And then she's like, nom, nom, nom. And some guy comes over and gives her a shot and is like, fuck that guy. And all the guy does is give her a shot. Like, it's not like he, and then Nathan calls. She picks it up while dude is giving her a shot so that Nathan can hear the dude say, yeah, here's to getting out. Nathan gets up. He's like, I'm down the road. She's like, I'm eating. And he then flips a bitch and comes back and is like, what are you doing? What? And she's like, you are embarrassing me. I'm not loving. Go. <laughs> I will Uber. And here's the truth, Chris. I get what you're saying that she feels indebted to him, but she has options because she could go with her mama. 
I know. Oh, no, that that part. No, I I know that, and it is interesting. So that's why I was like, she likes yeah, drama. Not indebted to. It feels like she's not indebted to like his money. What she it feels like she has an emotional obligation to like make sure that he's okay, or which is maybe, not good for her sobriety. Absolutely, and maybe that's maybe it's maybe it's pat. Listen, it could be patterns that she deals with with other you know relationship she's had and obviously there has been some negative consequences of this like maybe a toxic kind of teeter-taw of codependency i don't know you know i mean there's some work to be done you know um anyway so listen i don't like uh well i don't know i want you to start what i can't wait to not talk about the couple that i can't wait to not talk about a little bit but <laughs> I want to know who you want to start with next. Um, listen, I will do. Uh, you know who's really fun, Eris and Cameron. I'm gonna let me just run through Gabby and Chris. Like I'm that's just who I don't care them. about. Yeah, at let all. me just. I'm gonna run through them. Let me just run through them real quick. You chill, sit back, relax, do what you got to do. Let me just get through it. All right. So, um, Gabby and Chris. Okay, these two stupid idiots. So we wake up the next morning and. Um, we have, Chris has slept on the couch, y'all. And he's like, this ain't right. I got to get right with my family, you know, because Gabby's my queen. And, you know, we slept separately last night and I want to fix things. So he gets up and he goes into the kitchen and he's like, I'm gonna make us some breakfast. And he goes to make some coffee. And we're just like, this, first of all, for her living by herself, she got a lot of food in that house. And I was just looking around. I'm like, wow, Doritos and everything, Lipton's uh, instant iced tea on top of the refrigerator. She got a lot of she got a lot of stuff in this in this kitchen for someone who lives by themselves. And she cooked. She had these dishes in the um, strainer. So I said, good for Gabby. And uh, so he brings her a juice and a brownie as her breakfast. And it, the juice is in a solo, red solo cup. So I'm like, is she like, what's her, April, Ashley, Tiffany, whatever her name is, it was Travis. And she don't got no cups. And so I'm like, juice? Juice? What kind of juice? Juice and a brownie? So she's like, listen, this is not breakfast. He's like, in prison, this is breakfast. And she takes the juice and he's like, you know, come on, man, we're married. And you know, you, you know, I, I, I want us to make up. So she gets up, she goes to make some bacon and she's like, we're not boyfriend and girlfriend. We're married now. So, you know, you got to act as such. You got to act like that. And I'm like, man, she's been, he's been in prison for six years before that. He's also, is his mother married? Does he even know what marriage is? Has he ever seen a positive example of marriage has he ever seen a good example of any kind of relationship like why is it that people tend to think that everyone should just know what it means to be married it no we don't know so he says that gabby is his dream woman and he prayed for her so then they start to make out and then she gets dressed and he's like where are you going why are you dressed up and she's like no i'm gonna go see my mother and so he's like, all right, well, I got to go do what whoop de whoop. So he goes to the leaves. He goes downstairs. He walks down the street and he sees a car that he's like, um, is this not my car? This is not her car. Why did she say it was in the shop? So then he calls her and he does a FaceTime. He's like, Who, where's, is this your car? And she's like, yeah. And he's like, well, why are you lying to me? And she's like, I didn't lie to you. And I'm like, that's a lie. You just you lied to him again. So he tells her to come downstairs. She comes downstairs and she's like. Well, I mean, I got uh, I got caught up. Um, so what happened is the police pulled me over and while he was giving me a speeding ticket and I wasn't speeding, I sped off and took off. So my license is suspended. And he's like, why are you lying to me? Then he's like, then she says she got caught up in something else. And he's like, what are you doing, selling drugs? And she's like, I'm not having this conversation. He's like, Gabby, you got to be honest with me. And she's like, stop yelling at me. He literally wasn't yelling at her. He was just trying to get some answers. And that's her automatic thing. Is stop yelling at me and I don't like when people gaslight so it's annoying to me Wahima. it's annoying to me Wahamelino that she does all this and finally she ends up telling him that she uh whatever happened and then they hug it out she goes to see her lawyer whose name is Montel Figgins which is like the craziest name it's like half like you know Montel Jordan and half like J.K. Rowling it's like a character from you know, if J.K. Rowling were to write about um, an American wizard, black man in the wizarding world of America, his name would be Montel Figgins. Is that not true? Is that not a Harry Potter character who's American? If she were to just take the Harry Potter series and bring it on over to the States, somebody 
in whatever the American Hogwarts version would be named Montel Figgins. So we've got this um, lawyer who she's like telling him what all she did, how she got in a fight in New Jersey and she wanted to save her cousin. They were drunk. So she assaulted the bouncer who I guess happened to be some kind of officer girl. I do not know. And it's like, she acts like, oh, I tried to be captain. I'm like, no girl, this is on brand. This is on brand for you. You fighting anyone who is bigger than you or any kind of authority drunk or no is on brand for Gabriella, whatever the fuck your name is. Uh, the terroristic threats. She all, <laughs> and I'm sorry to laugh. In my mind, when she tells a story, I see it all. Like I see every moment. Yeah, she, her, her drunk, horrible, you know, cousin starts yelling at someone, and then she feels like she has to have her drunk, horrible cousin's back. And then security is like, "You small, dumb bitches, drunk, horrible people have to get out." And she starts talking shit to him, and who knows what she pulled out to say horrible to him, but she's drunk out of her fucking mind. And the police comes, she starts fighting with the police officer, screaming like she. Like she has no repercussions and, and like she has the audacity. And I hate to say it. You know what gave me like uh, the like weird ethnic Karens that one, you know, like there was like that one like last year that there was like the Maya Pazinto. There was, she reminds me of like this like kind of, I don't know. There was these women that like, I forgot Maya something or other that like the the girl that like accosted the um, jazz player's son at a New York hotel. Do you know what I'm talking about? Oh yes. So yes. she Gabby kind of gives me that kind of vibe of that yes. type of girl. Yes. You know that. Yes. It's like that kind of thing. So anyway. Um, yes. Yeah. I, she definitely. I definitely could see it happening. And yeah. She, she sits in front of this lawyer and she's like, well, actually what happened is I was driving on a suspended license and I got a ticket and then, um, I got another ticket because I did it again. And I'm just like, yeah, you were somebody who doesn't think that rules and laws apply to you mm -hmm. and that you're going to always try to get away with things. And it has somehow worked up until the past three years of your life. I am so thankful that she has all these repercussions to deal with because and I'm thankful it, she doesn't have kids. Oh yeah. But I'm just gonna say the reason why I'm thankful is because when people have that kind of mindset, it just, it makes, it's like hard to be, it's like, that's the kind of people that scream at people all the time. It's just like, that's not the society I want to live in. And so I'm happy <laughs> mildly when like, things work I'm like yeah like let her know that there are repercussions like to all of her bullshit like yeah let her be taken down a notch so she doesn't do that shit in the future like I don't want to be in the bar that she's screaming at I think she continues she will continue to always do this stuff because I think she thinks it makes her cool um also we've got a situation where she doesn't understand that lawyers practice in many different types of law and usually not the same. Like, so if someone is a lawyer that you would get for a criminal, that is not going to also be a divorce lawyer. So um, no, he doesn't handle divorce, but he can put you in contact with somebody who does. And um, she's like, yesterday I would have said, yes, I want a divorce, but today, no. And I'm just like, then that means you should get a divorce. If you were ever even considering getting divorced, then you should probably just get one because if it, it, it changed from day to day then it's a problem <laughs> like moment to moment i'll tell you the exact moment she was like maybe i won't get a divorce from him remember when he like was like do you want some of this candy and she was like yeah that she's like that's it that candy look that candy look yummy i love like a gummy maybe snaky you pull it apart maybe it has some like sweet and saltiness on it like you know like a sourness to it you know like she had stopped her entire like oh, kitchen for him you didn't think i talked about that great the amount of snacks that single woman has is astounding because like i'm like oh i don't i don't have unless she's just the kind of person who was like listen i grew up in a household with lots of siblings and so in my household we always had lipton's instant iced tea we always had doritos we always had five different types of cereal in the cabinet and so as an adult i'm requiring all of that to feel like my kitchen is full <laughs> it's crazy
I, I I couldn't believe I yeah I was like she I was my mind I was like oh she did that for him oh. I think she did it for him oh good fresh bacon I was like this bitch got, buys fresh bacon all the time yeah I do I mean oh. yeah I didn't say you I know you do yeah, you're not yeah. that bitch yeah. I mean you are that bitch in a different way <laughs> right you're right you're right um all right let's move on to Cameron and Eris because theirs was cute did you find theirs cute I did yeah I did I also I also took a picture of um the sisters wardrobes honey so let me add that I mean um, so we start off with them um not going to the hotel we they go to the studio so that he can lay down some tracks but he's like listen um you are going to sit on my face as soon as we can but i have to lay down these tracks and i also have to um buy a suit because we're getting married so he goes to the studio he meets up with some of his boys and i'm thinking that eris is going to just be like monique and all the other women that we get on these shows who get mad justine gabby you know they don't want you to see anybody but them. but no she's like listen the only thing i don't want him to do is to be drinking and shit and um she tries to talk to him about his drinking and and he doesn't seem to understand he's like oh you know i can have a drink and i think to myself come on we're adults let's just go on ahead and admit that yes there are some of us who drink because we enjoy the taste but the rest of us are drinking to get feeling to feel good so like or we're drinking to forget you know what i'm saying like we're not drinking to like to just like enjoy the 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 notes of this wine like we are maybe if we're having like a steak and we got to drive home yeah we get a little but we still get a little buzz and so we're going to act like oh no i'm just gonna drink because like i like the taste like shut up you don't like the taste of no patron there's other tequilas that you drink when you like the taste of them so he uh gets there introduces his friends to her none of them get up so she sit down and i said okay if it were me i would be petty and just sat on the floor and then they would have been like, oh no, miss, miss, go ahead and hit. I would have been like, nah, this okay. I'm this is this is I'ma sit here. Uh and so then he goes in and she's like, Oh my god, I knew he was good, but I didn't know he was that good. And I wanted to hear it. And they were in the most rinky dink studio I've ever seen. But listen, it gets the job done as long as it pays the bills. So then they go to buy a suit. He tells his homeboy, get y'all, get y'all suits together. And one of the homeboys is like, listen, Cameron, what is Can't we do the rap? I wrote it down. Oh yeah, go ahead, go ahead. <clears throat> so it's like you know he gets okay so he, he listen in the studio he doesn't drink right away he goes he does do the work first so that part of it i was like well you know he, he's he's professional now he definitely's gonna pop bottles immediately afterward that's because he had known he had done some things so his rap and obviously i'm not a rapper so you're gonna really have to like no you're not a rapper you, you always say obviously i'm not a rapper this is the third time you said it since we've done this season and I every time I hear it I think to myself <laughs> Chris we know you're not a rapper but you're like guys obviously I'm not a rapper <laughs> okay fine <laughs> at this point you are I say you are she is a rapper guys how you love me but you hate me at the same time I'm on parole so I've been walking on a straight line diamonds in my watch face okay so parts of it I will tell you there's two parts I no, no, did continue. not know the words okay oh, okay <laughs> I mean, it over and over again so diamonds in my watch exists but then he goes face on waste time maybe Fa oh face on I think it's I, I think it's FaceTime I think he said something about FaceTime or maybe like waste on FaceTime face I on FaceTime face on mm -hmm. waste time she asked me what my sign was i said a gang sign i was chilling only only with your feet up you ain't trapping okay so his flow is fun he has a little bit of like grit to it so he does these kind of like you know i mean you know how luda can kind of like dig into a word and like give you something with it he does that which is great you know he is like i've said such a very fun character he has like star power you know like he's gonna do you know anyway so i think that he's i think he's a star and i think that he's like an, a pretty okay rapper i mean i think i'd have to hear him like a little more it's this is this is okay you know um we have you seen the, the, the stuff on instagram where he's like mad at all of the quote-unquote vloggers for talking about him um did i read it to you it was hilarious because i'm like I'm like, Cameron, why aren't you using us to your best ability? I mean, and also, are you talking about, are you talking about us? Like, who are you talking about when you're referring to these vloggers? Like, you're, that is such a weird term to use because nobody who talks about these shows 
does vlogs. Vlogs is a very specific type. (laughs) He should have just called us Vine stars. I know. It it was just like so weird. It was it's just like vloggers. I'm like, how old are you? How old are you that you don't know? Let me let me try to find it. Oh my god, where is it? Anyways, go ahead, go ahead. I'll try to. Okay, so let me. So so then they go. Okay, after. the tuxedo shop where they're going to meet his sisters, which um, I love Cameron's sisters. And yep. then it's like, cause I obviously are, love him. He's a, he's a cool character. And so when I meet his sisters, I was like, Oh, holy shit. Your whole family is like funny. I feel like your holidays are hilarious. I feel like, I don't know. There's just, there's a, they're just funny they're funny people i can't explain it more than they're just they're very expressive i don't i this sounds like i'm trying to not say something other than but it's they're hilarious like um okay here let me read it man these vlogs really hate me i ain't even did shit but be me motherfuckers said i look rough fresh out of prison duh i was literally released from solitary confinement and i was supposed to be fresh as hell hell yeah i want my girl to sit on my face first thing when I get out, that's all I thought about for 30 months. What was we supposed to do? Go fishing? I won't even get started on the dirty comments. As much as y'all stock our pages, motherfuckers can obviously see I'm a certified dripper on the everyday. So that's irrelevant. Yeah, she took 10K out her 401k so I could have a budget for my biz because a real one gonna hold it down for their partner. And 10K not shit to a team of hustlers. Real, we made, real, we made and spent that so many times as a unit since I've been home on date nights and house appliances. Eris is happy for my, Eris is happy. My family is cohesive and healthy. We both working and thriving with plenty more surprises to come for the negative motherfuckers that, and naysayers who swear I was going back to prison. I mean, just like run on sentences. I just, I literally can't. Um, but he just keeps talking about the vloggers and I'm just like, sir, what in the, are you talking about the vloggers? Yeah, no, he sounds like he's on drugs. Like, it sounds like it's like a Coke run-on sentences. Yeah. So let me just tell you. So the sisters come, right? And we meet one sister first, honey. And she, I think her name is Stephanie. Okay. So Stephanie has a shirt on. Okay. Every person in the scene wears things that are ripped. I mean, it was like, obviously, the the attire. You have to, like, rip something a lot of it's jeans but yeah she just ripped down the front of her shirt and i think there's like booby tape on one booby and we can see a little bit and they stay there the whole time but like she yes she just i've never seen the shirt why i mean listen this is his sister because they look alike one they have the same energy look at the three yeah three um they came dressed and ready. And I loved it. I loved her shoes. They were um, platform, uh, like blood, like bandanas (laughs) shoes. Loved it. Loved it. Loved it. I just loved everything about it. I love the energies that the sister came in with. I love that they assumed positive intent initially Mm -hmm. and they're happy to see the brother happy. Um, And I just like, I like, I just love the black girl magic. It was just a really good, like little scene. It was better than Monique and Derek's situation times 10 and you know i just want to see positive positivity so i I love the way that they were like we got to go get a dress i loved it i like it when you know okay so they meet them and they're like nicest nicer uh heiress at first but then cameron's like yeah we're here because we're getting married tomorrow and yeah the sisters are like what they haven't seen him in like three years so they're like huh and then Eris is like, I'm gonna give you some time. And then she walks away. And that one sister that's funny is like, is she pregnant? Cameron's yeah. like, <laughs> right then her his old his other sister comes in, the older one. She's the one uh dressed like body dripping in milk, honey. That's the one and all white. Gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous. So I, mean. I know. They did walk in with like a certain perfect de- like an energy that made me feel like, holy shit, like it's very fun when you're all together. And I don't know how uh, how often that happens, but can I be can I be there like a fly on the wall? So um the older sister's like, congrats, you know. Um 
So then Eris comes back and they are nice to her, you know, like they don't, you know, they're, I think they also kind of realize that their brother is like, you know, going to do his own thing. I'm sure this isn't the first time that he's said something that they wouldn't initially think or agree with or whatever. So um, we also learn that where Eris is coming from is, yeah, like she knows that it's fast, but it, and because Cameron hasn't met her daughter yet, uh, they're going to meet after this tuxedo thing. Um, but Eris's daughter's father doesn't live in the country. So yeah. she's sort of hoping that Cameron can somewhat easily take on like a fatherly role. Yeah. And, and she's like, I'm not going to say that my brother isn't um, going to be a good dad, but you know, we're all mothers. And I thought that was a fair little comment to make. I liked it. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's all I have to about them. Yeah. All right. Let's move on to. Ugh, we already talked about them. Thank God. Oh, we already talked about them. Thank God. Oh, Justine and Michael. Yeah. I was. Yeah. Yes. All right. Let me get their picture up. So, those of you guys who are watching on Patreon because you uh, want to support us, we love you so much. Patreon.com slash docusweeties can see this amazing photo that we have of these two and especially this photo of this hottie hot hot who is wearing the same shirt andre wears in the tell-alls for happily ever after i don't know who makes that shirt is it a production express. shirt how come no express mm-hmm. it's an express shirt uh-huh. yeah the 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 internet uh the in- instagram vloggers already did the research and uh, i saw it a couple weeks ago yes as soon as andre came out with that shirt on somebody immediately posted it and was like not only is it not the same it's only is it the same shirt that michael wears it's also from express and they showed how much it cost and what the name of it was um so we loved it yeah all right so it's it. justine and michael so michael is like talking to his daughter nova and he's and he's doing her hair i think or and then justine is doing his hair or something it was real cute there's a lot of kids in the home yeah. um and i was wondering how was that oldest was the oldest daughter in the home the one who they fought over melody or was it just the two uh three-year-olds yeah. or the two six-year-olds it um, seemed like only the younger ones yeah and so then his mother and sister pull up justine pulls them aside to have a woman to woman conversation with them. But Michael's like, no, I want to be there. And I loved it. I love that he was there to support her in that. And um, he's like, listen, y'all can fight later. Just not right now. And and I, the mother is still on some, on some high horse shit. And then also I, I was weirded out. Cause Justine was like, I know what they're trying to do. Trying to make me seem like I'm some angry black woman. And I was like, Oh, you, you think you consider yourself black. Great too. Um, number like, do you not consider them black? Because they are. I, I- I, I couldn't wait. I was like, what's Walt going to say about that? You know, like, yeah. I Yeah. <laughs> Only be, you know, it's interesting for me because there's so many cultures are so different. And this is like a East Coast. Yeah, the East Coast, you know, Black people and East Coast DR people and the way, you know, it's very, you know, it's just interesting. It's, it's just to weird to me that someone that is Black could just be so indoctrinated with like colonization that they will look at at other black people in the diaspora and say, I'm not black, I'm Spanish. And I want to say, then go the fuck to Spain and see what they have to say about your Spanishness. Like, cause you, <laughs> you are not Spanish. You, you, you are whatever you are, you're Dominican Republican, but racially you are native to whatever the native is and you are Afro. So like, I just, it's so stupid to me anyways. So they kind of make up, but not really. Cause the mom is still like, I feel disrespected. And I'm like, you can continue to feel disrespected. But the truth is that you disrespected Justine as well. I don't like the way she handled it, but you did, you were, you know, you, 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 it, you did something rude to her. Um, so I'm happy Justine did it because listen, the truth of the matter is, there's well it's like now justine's now michael's mom knows she can't fucking say shit without she has to watch her tongue also there's another part of me that's like yeah but justine she doesn't even live in rhode island i mean she doesn't live here she lives in rhode island so you could have just been like mm-hmm, i'll never see you again he's not gonna see you for 60 days anyway bye you know whatever god bless yep um you know a onesie. You is last episode we talked about the rhode island rappers rhode island rappers there was a show on um 
I think HBO, I can't remember the name of it, but it was a show about um, Cardi B and a couple of other rappers like getting together and pooling. It was a, re it was a competition reality show about rappers. And one of the rappers from it was from Rhode Island and his name was like Flossy Floss or something like that. He was fine. He was really good. But who actually won that was D Smoke. And I don't I follow D Smoke on Instagram, but he was like the biggest thing to come out of that show. And so I was like, when I looked it up to see who else was from Rhode Island, I saw his name and I was like, oh, yeah, he is from Rhode Island. So I know two rappers from Rhode Island. Flossy. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, like Justine loves a onesie. Like, okay, so in this scene, she is wearing like a black onesie, like Catwoman outfit. Like, I just thought it was a thing when she picked him up. And now I realize like she, Justine toggles between sweatpant outfit and just tight ass bodycon onesie. And in this like one piece onesie cat suit, it has like red piping. It looks like she just got off her job being like a stunt performer in Hollywood where she was like hanging behind like a green screen and she was in this outfit, like doing some sort of thing. And like, it'll look like, you know, a, a sci-fi thriller at some point when you actually watch it, like she's flying through space. Like, it's so interesting. She has a little aside um, where she talks about like, yeah, so it was Michael's idea to do the matching clothes. No, it wasn't my, everyone thinks it's mine, but it was his idea. I just buy them. And so, and then it shows us like clip of Michael being like, I like these matching clothes and her being like, mm -hmm. and she's like, but it's always good because people know we're together. I love batching. I think that I, I love that he loves it. I'm happy for her. If, if I ever got in a relationship with somebody um, that, you could do this too. You could push this on. You would do it. <laughs> I was like, how is she going <laughs> to, you could push this on. You <laughs> also that I'm like somebody who I would want to drag attention to us. Like the, I could very well get with somebody who I'm like, people don't need to know we're together. <laughs> people don't need to know that. Um, but then I could get with somebody who I'm like, yeah, I want us people to see us matching. Like, you know, it depends. Like, you know, do I want, uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. I feel like she like had a like second case for her own self. Mid I was like, not every not every person would I want to match with. Just a very specific type who like was hot and like wore a gold chain. Um, so I I think that her outfits are very fashion nova. Like if I had a body like her, I'd be wearing bodycon onesies all the time as well. Um, so we move on to him going to figure out his probation and stuff like that. This man has parole for twenty years. That is ridiculous. That is ridiculous. That is like, I was like, wow. Does Travis have parole for 20 years? Like, I don't, like, I just want to know. This feels racial. This feels racist to me. This is egregious. 20 years? This man says that he needs to call his parole officer if anyone even sees him around a police officer. Now, I know that maybe the restrictions will lessen, but I mean... Like Meek Mills had a long parole situation as well. And then he ended up getting caught up because he went to go do a show in another state. And like, I guess, didn't tell his parole officer. But like, that, you can't hold somebody for that long. Like, I feel like seven is the max. Seven years, the max. 20 years? What is it that he's not allowed to do? All of this. Yeah, I couldn't believe it. 20 seems like a lot. This seems like if it's 20, if you don't trust someone for 20 years, then why is this person, I mean, like in my mind, because he should be back in prison, not him, but like, I don't understand the concept of. No, it's right. Chris, racial? it has to be racist. Okay, it has to be. be. Because like that is, that there is, there is no reason to have somebody on parole for 20 years. Are there even going to be parole officers who are going to watch robots. him for the next 20, 20 years? You get robots. what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> like he's Cameron. Yeah. Go ahead. I, I mean, it's just... Sorry, Cameron, just for... Because I think in this episode, I said there was a theme of, like, parole officers. Cameron's on parole for two years. So we learn about the 20 years first. And so, yeah, it's shocking when he says that. And uh, Cameron's on parole for two years. And they have... The one similar thing is they can't leave the state for 60 days. But, um, he, I mean, Michael... Michael's mindset about it is remarkably positive even though it's realistic, you know, like he's, he's sad. Like, it's, it's sad. Yeah. It's, it's very, it is sad. I don't, yeah. Like that, it was shocking. 
It was shocking. I think you're absolutely right that if you want to give somebody parole for 20 years, then why have you let them out so early? Like what I want to know what the details is he going to have to ask every time he wants to leave the state or is he only going to have to ask every time he wants to leave the country? Like, and also was his crime an international crime? Like what, what is, what is, I don't know. Does he need to check in once a month, once every quarter? Like, I don't know. I don't know. I just, I just feel like it is egregious and it needs to, maybe he can kind of, um, Maybe he can lawyer up in a couple of years and get it removed. I don't, I mean, my mind is, and I don't know, maybe I should look. This can't just be drug related. It had, he, I mean, there had to have been some sort of deaths involved in his case for that to be what's happening. I'm assuming I just don't, but you know what? I don't, I sh- I'm assuming and I should do the research anyway. I don't know. I don't know. But that was, it was shocking when he, she said it and they are sad because he can't visit his, uh, his kids. And it also, he has one other, um, <clears throat> thing is that he casts a curfew at 9 p.m how long is that gonna last like do you get what i'm saying like i'm just so upset good yeah no uh, that's true especially because he you know wants to make money as a rapper and like you know (laughs) 9 p.m you know like there's not a lot of live shows you can do you know like there's not a lot of you know there's just a lot of things that happen uh for him in that way um so uh, justine feels like she's doing the time with him as well because it puts her life on hold and I agree, but again, I need them to get a better lawyer and I need them to, to do what they have to do because 20 years is insane. Seems like a lot. Seems like a lot. All right, my love. Um, we did it. Yeah, I was like looking through. It's because we didn't have any Ashley and Travis, which was, you know, I mean, listen, it's sad because I, what a crazy couple. And they did give us a little peek about what we kind of assumed may be her secret. Did you see the, the previews for the next one? Mm-hmm. Okay. So I had to buy the episode because my Wii TV app wasn't working. YouTube p- pretended to have the episode, but every time you clicked into the episode, it was either last week's episode or the episode from the week before. It was very wild this morning. I, I have the Wii TV app. Like I, I purposely got it and like <laughs> all black. <laughs> No, the Wii TV app. But ba- okay, but babe, only because they keep saying that the t- that it's on all black. I don't even is it on the Wii TV app? I don't think yeah, it it's is. on it's on the Wii TV app. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, so if you like have access to cable, which I do, and you put in your password, you can because the other episodes were available. The episode from last week was available, and then this one was showing, and I went to do it, and it's like error, blah 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 blah. So I, it's like, do I get all black? Here's the good news: is that if this ever happens again, Google, if I just like Google it, Google Play or whatever has the episode for a dollar ninety nine, and I was like, oh, okay, I can spend two dollars on this episode. <laughs> In no commercials, you see the you see everything. Mm-hmm. Okay. Crystal clear. Yeah. So I didn't have that. I didn't have what I had last episode where I'm like, yeah, I didn't see the first part of it. Yeah. No, I saw the full thing. Oh, good. Um, yeah. Okay. So obviously, yeah, I'm very excited to see Ashley's secret with Travis, which we had probably been able to all assume was that she is in some sort of monetary distress because he's conversely and hilariously so excited to be out of prison and spending her money which is for all his dreams that he wants to come true and all his schooling and there's just like i just there's something that happens where she's out forty thousand dollars or something i don't know but like to watch him deal with that is just i'm I can't wait, babe. Can't wait. Okay. So don't hold it against me. That's where we are. Um, I'm excited to yeah continue watching this season with Wa and all of you. Thank you so much for listening wherever you have been listening. If you want to see us in a free way, <laughs> get your ass to our social medias, my love. You're welcome to follow us if you'd like and like all of our posts at DocuSweeties on Instagram, at DocuSweeties on TikTok, and at DocuSweeties1 on twitter which by the way i tweeted last night so <laughs> go ahead walk <laughs> yes if you would like to see the visuals of what you're hearing right now you could join us on patreon.com slash docusweeties it is ten dollars a month we do a live every first monday of the month where we talk about you know who's it's and what's it's and whatever might be going on except for february might be a little delayed so we'll we'll keep you abreast on what's going on with that um but yeah otherwise it's a good time you get this episode immediately so right now it is saturday january 21st at 11 40 a.m central 
time. And those of you who are on the Patreon will get this episode by at least 12, 15 central time. So it's all the good stuff too. Um, Thanks so much for joining us, you guys. Um, We really appreciate you rocking with us. There's so much content and so much stuff coming up. Some of the things will be on the free feed, which is where you're listening to this. Some of the things will only be in Patreon where you're visually seeing this. So we appreciate your support and you know anything you can do don't forget to give us five stars if you're rating this share us with your friends or on any social media platform that you want and we will appreciate it all right guys talk to you later bye